0: Good morning, everyone. This is Lou Weiss with Manufacturing Talk Radio. I'm filling in for uh, Tim Grady, who's having some technical glitches, so he asked me to wish you all good holiday weekends—Easter, Good Friday, Passover—you know, all the rest of it. So today we're we have the ISM uh, report on. business as it relates to services. And we have uh, Anthony Nieves joining us. He's the committee chair. He wrote the report along with, I'm sure, his minions of uh, uh, people who gather all the data for him. So that said, we had a, had a really good report. Uh, we did the uh, manufacturing report a couple of days ago and it's not so good it's a little concerning maybe a little bit more than concerning but we have Anthony here who's holding up the bridge so Anthony welcome
1: well thank you for having me on the show and uh, I'm just glad I can play a small role in helping to keep this thing afloat. Uh, But uh, yeah, it's good that services is more than 80% of uh, contribution to GDP. So we don't hinge everything on the numbers uh, coming from that other sector over there that we talk
0: about. Yeah, the other one, (laughs) (laughs) So let's get right into it. The service PMI is?
1: 51.2. Had a bit of a pullback month over month down 3.9 percentage points. Nothing to get overly alarmed about. Um, came in a little bit below expectations. I think some were projecting it to come in around 54 or so. But um, you know, let's go through the numbers here. We look at the four indexes that comprise the composite. Business activity at 55.4, still a good number. It's only down 0.9 percentage points. And then you look at new orders, and this has been the talk this morning, having a cooling off 10.4 percentage point reduction from the 62.6 last month to 52.2. Now, keep in mind, um, you know, we have a little bit of waning of demand, but moreover, if we look back in the past, right, we had all these capacity issues, supply chain issues, logistical challenges, and so... Companies were increasing order quantity and order frequency. So they had a glut in certain areas. Same old uh, uh, notorious shortages that we see uh, month over month on short supply there. But for the most part, as things have gotten better, supply and performance has gotten better, uh, we, we are now seeing that new orders have has, uh, come down. Still growth month over month, I must point out. And with I, that
0: I gotta, said, I gotta come back to that. That's that's a huge number, 10, ten points. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I mean, but I'm still, not jumping off the ledge, but that's a huge number.
1: But keep in mind, Lou, we're still growing month over month, just not at that fast pace.
0: Well, I guess what I'm looking at is uh, what is April gonna say?
1: That, you know, as you just pointed out, April, May, that's what a trend is. You know, we have to see how it trends out. I think, though, when you look at uh, the employment picture where it is 51.3, it's down 2.7 percentage points. That's kind of a mixed bag. Uh, Depends on the industry you're in. We know that information has had layoffs. We've seen that, you know, in the tech world. Uh, We also know that in the uh, other areas that they're still tough, uh, having a tough time backfilling open positions and finding suitable, you know, applicable workers. So it just depends on the industry. But as we know, with the low unemployment picture, the index is still growing. You look at supply deliveries, the last piece that makes up the composite index, 45.8, down 1.8 percentage points. You know, this is, uh, you know, second month in a row, we've had contraction for supply deliveries. And that just reflects on the fact that we've had improved performance, better capacity. Uh, again, a little bit of the demand waning, but not by much. But overall, things have gotten better. You know, from offshore, when we had those container ships waiting in there, the port of Los yeah. Angeles and Long Beach, right? Over a hundred ships were out in the queue. And now we're down to the normal normal queue
0: right right so what's the story with pricing here
1: well this is index at 59.5 down 6.1 percentage points this is the lowest we've seen since july of 2020 right we have 70 straight months of you know increased pricing we're starting to see prices moderate still month over month but uh you know it's driven by various commodities, and uh, we know that fuel prices have been up and down across the board here. But overall, prices are starting to come back into a uh, normal territory of increases.
0: In view of what's gone on this past week with OPEC cutting their uh, oil drilling and supplies, uh, shipping, and so on, uh, I think last week the oil price was at about sixty-seven. Uh, I I would think that oil prices are gonna start uh, rebounding and going back up again. Uh, I know in my business, All Metals and Forge Group, uh, not that I'm in the oil business per se, but my business seems to react well when the pricing of oil is around 75 to 85. That's almost a sweet spot. I don't know the correlation, the how and the why, but it seems as though my business does well when oil is 85 down to 75. So do you see oil in, 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 as a direct result of uh, OPAC?
1: We haven't seen it yet. All right. And again, we'll see it at the pumps. But moreover, it's the reliance on overland trucking that we see in the services sector, the Disparate locations, um, as we know, the intermodal piece of overland trucking uh, does add to the total cost of ownership for products and services. And uh, petroleum-based products play a role as well uh, in both sectors. Uh, we see it with any any um, uh, with whether it be any plastic liners and things of you know they're all derivatives of what what oil uh,
0: production uh, impacts. Right. So talking about uh, backlog, which seems to hit that 48.5, which is like borderline of either going up or going down.
1: Well, when you look at backlog, and again, this all correlates back to that supplier performance piece, the capacity improvements. This is the first time after 26 months of growth that we've seen this uh, index contract. And this is the lowest reading we've had since May of 2020. And uh, again, uh, what, the, what the respondents are telling us is that uh, previously they had those order frequencies increase and uh, also the uh, quantities. And now they're just with the improved logistics. Uh, we're seeing the backlogs as well as deliveries. and. You know, that's impacted the inventories as well. Um, you know We've had some contraction in the past on inventories, but at 52.8, I, I guess one of the better uh, or one of the more significant comments that came out was that uh, one respondent stated that now the inventories are at the right point of where they should be, just having a little growth month over month, which mm-hmm. also correlates to what we see on the inventory sentiment And to differentiate that for the listeners, inventory sentiment is a question that we ask our respondents. How does it relate to the business levels when you look at your inventory levels? Is it suitable uh, as it relates to that?
0: In regards to inflation and recession, which we're not hearing a whole lot about the last couple of weeks on the mainstream media it seems as though that uh, Trump has dominated the uh, airways. So we're not hearing a lot about recession and uh, inflation. but clearly you know prices coming down. Uh, gas is at about six uh, is uh, down to about three dollars a gallon for uh, at least here in New Jersey for regular gas. Uh, which it was at four plus uh, the fact that uh, uh, backlog is beginning to drop. People are spending less. Is that because of inflation? Are we expecting a recession? Um, I, I know I'm asking you to prognosticate, uh, which you don't like doing, and I can appreciate that. But um Where do you see, is is any of this as a result of inflation?
1: Well, we've seen not so much the inflation piece, you know, that's part of it. People, you know, we've talked about this in past shows going back in past years. Yeah, people will buy when they want to buy, what they want to buy. You know, they're not going to differentiate much on certain things, maybe on high ticket items. Where I think we're really being uh, impacted, those particular industries, real estate, rental and leasing, as well as finance and insurance, interest rates are definitely impacting the activity in those two particular industries. And think about this, real estate, rental and leasing is the largest contributor to GDP uh, across the board. And, right. you know, our respondents have reported in the past about new housing starts have been affected and, you know, resale as well on existing homes. but more so on the new housing starts and the cost of money and development and whatnot, that's all being impacted by interest rates. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, your, uh, your panelists, what are, you, what are you hearing from them?
1: Well, the panelists, and here's a, here's a couple of good ones, and this one comes from transportation and warehousing. Supply is starting to stabilize. Prices are coming down, but in small increments. Food prices remain high, and availability continues to be a challenge. And that we can see evident uh, evident uh, in the supermarkets, right, in the in the in the markets, in the grocery stores, where there's certain uh, products that are plentiful, but others the availability is not there, or packaging has changed. Uh, so we know certain commodities are in short supply. Another good comment. Uh, This one is still experiencing shortages in general labor positions amid demand for higher entry level wages. That comes from educational services, and that's applicable across many industries.
0: We're having oil, metals and forge group is having an issue with uh, labor in that. um, We're we're trying to hire people and. And. what we're getting is a lot of firmed up appointment dates for one-on-one interviews and all no-shows, which is unbelievable. So I'm assuming that the uh, the unemployment uh, rules and regulations went back to pre-pandemic uh, where you had to show and prove that you had an appointment or an interview with somebody, so they have your name. And, well, yeah, we went to all metals and forge group, but they didn't. So that's that's becoming a, a bit of a problem. And like a lot of companies, uh, you know, retirement is uh, uh, part of the mass exodus uh, in a lot of industries, and so goes the knowledge base of the job when somebody leaves especially when they don't have time to train a new person because that new person hasn't shown up. So it's, uh, there are some issues that we're experiencing that I know uh, are being experienced by others, uh, not necessarily in your report, but in general. Um, that said, I, I have one interesting uh, question about mining. And I know you and I, we always talk about it because we're in the, we sell into the mining industry. Mining, in my opinion, you know, for whatever my opinion is worth, should not be in the services report. It should be in the manufacturing report, but we've argued that out before. So
1: mining is
0: doing well in your report.
1: Well, I've always said in the past, Lou, when mining's doing well, I'm fine with this thing in the services sector. When it's doing badly, Tim can have it. You know, it can go over <laughs> manufacturing.
0: Yeah, it's all about me, isn't it? Sometimes. <laughs> well, so as we uh wrap this up, uh you only have another few moments. Do you have any parting words? Uh regarding this or next report?
1: Well, two things I want to point out is one is uh, Wednesday, May 3rd is the next release uh, for the ISM uh, report on business services sector. And then May 8th is the joint release of the semiannual forecast for both manufacturing and services. And that will be done from the international conference, which begins on May 7th. In Grapevine, uh,
0: Texas, Texas, right outside right. of Dallas.
1: So, are you attending right. that show this year?
0: We're not attending. Uh, we have not attended a show since COVID began. Uh, and that's mainly because a good many of our uh, office staff and managers are, they reluctantly went to work remote, and now I can't get them back. So, and The bottom line is that my business is running better with them operating from home. So, and that's one of the reasons why we're looking to hire people because the new people coming in will work in the office. So no, I'm not uh, gonna be at the show. However, we are talking to some of the people at ISM about perhaps us doing some kind of a uh, live feed, uh, perhaps with you and Tim. Uh, and if uh, if you would participate, and I Tim has already said, yeah, I'm I'm in. So I need to talk to your higher ups and see if we can get your report as a live feed on Manufacturing Talk Radio.
1: Oh, very nice. Well, I have to say, you know, uh, on the introduction, you were mentioning about the uh, ISM staff. Uh, They actually really do all the heavy lifting on this report uh, with the data compilation and everything else and all the resources that go into it. Uh, The staff is uh, exceptional. Everyone that's involved with this, uh, you know, Paulie, Christina Cahill, all the folks that work on this, Rosemary Goupil, everyone that does, uh, you know, plays a role in putting this all together. I'm just the show pony that comes in at the last minute, (laughs) you know, they're doing all the heavy lifting.
0: Unfortunately, I don't know them all. Uh, I I do have a nice relationship with Christina Cahill. She's a real doll. She supports manufacturing talk radio to the hilt. And uh, Christina, if you're listening, and I know you are, uh, thank you very much for all of your uh, positive input, cooperation, and uh, uh, enjoying our uh, show and helping to promote it where you can. I thank you. So that being said, uh, that's it this week uh, uh, for everyone. Uh, come listen to Manufacturing Talk Radio. I also want to mention that we are beginning to syndicate uh, AMFM FM uh, radio. We do have one show in Hornell, New York, Um, It's a little town of 8,500 people, but it's amazing. Uh, The stat reports that I'm getting at the last four shows, we had 5,000, 8,000, 10,000, 18,000 people that have listened to the ISM show. So that is staggering numbers for us.
1: It's Amazing what you can attract just by wearing a yellow jacket.
0: That's right. It's all about the Yellow (laughs) jacket. It's not about your background. It's about us. Of course. We're the guy. We're the guy. All right, buddy. You have a a good good holiday weekend. And uh, we'll talk to you next month and or maybe on a live feed. All right. Thank you. You have a great day and great weekend, too. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Take care now. Okay, folks, that's uh, that's a wrap, and we'll see you uh, next time we're on uh, online, and uh, hopefully we will uh, have more good news for you, and uh, we'll talk to you, and you all have a good uh, holiday weekend.